Hey guys, you're listening to Terrifying Travels. I'm Sabrina and I'm taking us on a day trip back to Cape Breton. I actually have a handful of cases I kind of wanted to cover. Just talking to my dad, he'll be like, oh, you should have covered blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, shit, yeah, I'd like to. So I'm not going to tell you too much about them um, because I may come back in the future. One I won't be doing because my dad said, oh, no, stay away from that one, which honestly is going to kill me. I really want to do that now, but I won't do that. But today I want to tell you about June Hibs. Uh, Before I start, I'd actually like to let you know if you hear a weird humming in the background, it is because it is incredibly hot here. So I have the AC on and frankly, the AC was really picky. I can't even turn it off for the next 10 minutes because I don't know if it's going to turn back on and I would die. Uh, At the same time, if you hear thunder, it's because there's a really hot thunderstorm happening right now. Um, Yeah, it's really confusing. So bear with me if you hear it, just ignore it. On the upside, Morgan is actually with my parents right now, so we shouldn't hear him yelling at us. And that's the last time we're going to be too happy in the next little while. So in March 1972, 32-year-old June Hibbs went missing. She was a mother of four, and after that night, her and her family dog have not been seen since. I've heard about this story from my grandmother, who knew June. They were either neighbors, or my grandmother was often at a friend's house who was June's neighbor. Either way, I think they knew each other relatively well. I had hoped that in my research I'd find out more, um, but unfortunately what my grandmother had told me was pretty much all there really is. Some of what she told me may have been mixed up with another woman who was killed much more recently. Um, This is actually the story my dad told me to avoid. Uh, But she told me that neighbors had seen the husband leaving that night with a very large bag and June wasn't seen after that. Now, nowhere in my report do I find anything about that, but it wouldn't surprise me because unfortunately she had to have left the house at some point. What we do know was that her own sister was charged with manslaughter after after confessing and served four years in prison. And her husband was charged but acquitted. Unfortunately, I couldn't find much more than that, which is something I might say a lot in this case. It doesn't seem to be official, but everyone unsurprisingly assumes the two were involved with each other, and even her children believe that. And maybe they thought they needed to get rid of June, which I wish people would realize divorce isn't that expensive. Or maybe she found out and they needed to deal with that which could possibly explain the manslaughter charge. But there really isn't much about, you know, how she died or what happened. Her sister confesses that, yes, there's the wind or thunder, I can't tell. Her sister confesses that, yes, she killed June, she hit her with a stick. Um, But that doesn't really tell me much. Like, how does that come out to manslaughter? But I couldn't find anything about that. Either way, we don't have a body, and her husband, John, has since passed, so we really don't know anything. I couldn't find anything out about her sister, like I've looked into her. Um, And again, much like the forerunners I just covered, I'm sure that if I called my grandmother, she would have heard about her. It's not a very big place, but I just don't want to do stuff like that over the phone. June's children, who were in their teens at the time, have unsurprisingly, that's not that hard of a word, Sabrina, not let their mother's case go. Blair, who was 13 at the time, said that he would not rest until he could give his mother a proper burial, which I understand. He is confident that not only was his father involved, but multiple people may have been involved in covering it up. There was a glimmer of hope in about 2011. There was a nursing home that was being built in 
1976, and in 2011, it was being excavated, and they found animal bones that were possibly from a dog the same age and breed as the family dog. Unfortunately, I found nothing saying that how the dig went, um, and it has been over a decade, which I will never again so proudly say it has been over a decade since 2011. I don't like to think about that. But it is safe to assume that after that much time has passed, they simply found nothing there. My dad had said that there was a rumor that she had been buried in a bootleg mine, which is very possible. It was a mining town, and it is also very close to this next theory. Cecil Mills, I hope I said that right, uh, says that he was out picking blueberries early one morning in August, but this may be explained in a second. He said that he came across a group of people. He says everyone was hollering and swearing at the same time, like in a panic. Originally, he thought someone needed help, but as he got closer, he felt that he couldn't, he wouldn't be safe interrupting them, so he knelt down to watch from a distance. There were six people at, at the opening of a mine with a dump truck. He said all but one person had their faces covered. Not like they were hiding their identity, but more like someone something smelt really bad and they were trying not to breathe it in. They pulled what looked like an army tent out of the dump truck, but the tent was wrapped around a human form. Cecil says he is 100% sure someone was wrapped in it. They put the object, I don't really feel like that's the right word to use, but we can't be sure that it was in fact a person. So they put whatever was wrapped in the tent into the mine, and then five of the people got into the dump truck and left. One last person stayed to blow up the entrance of the mine, then he also left. Now I asked my dad, I said, you know, you would think blowing up a mine, you'd hear it. But I guess smaller bombs could have been available. Explosives could have been available in the 70s. But also, like, if you were far enough into the forest, there's lots of trees, weird cliffs and stuff like that. I could understand maybe the sound got lost and didn't make it to town. When Cecil got home, he told his family what he had seen. His family, much like most of the town, had been following the case and felt that sharing this information could put a target on him. So he held on to it for 40 years. He did eventually go to the police, but that didn't seem to go anywhere. Over time, Blair, June's son, was encouraged to talk to Cecil. See, Blair recalls his dad having a green, green army tent, but he didn't say whether he recalls seeing it after his mother went missing. And the site Cecil talks about has not been excavated, excavated, and while the police say they are still willing to look into all information presented, they remind us that someone has already been charged for this case. And unfortunately, that is the last of the information I could find since 2017. And I feel like, you know, both ca- both theories that we came across have been found in the last decade, almost, well, a little more over a decade, unfortunately. But since 2011, that sounds surprising considering it was almost dead for 40 years, but I'm not sure if we're going to find anything else. Like I said, I don't know where her sis- anything about her sister, but her husband's already dead. Um, and the truth, although there are apparently four other people involved, if they come forward, that'd be amazing, but I'm not thinking anyone is going to, and that's very unfortunate, but I do hope that her children get some type of closure at some point. Um, I did come across in my research, I thought this was her family, but in Newfoundland in 2013, a girl with the last name Hibbs also was murdered by her boyfriend and so I was going to put that in here and then I thought well that's not her family so it doesn't count or it's not part of this 
But I thought, you know what? It's still relevant. Uh, the other girl, Julianne Hibbs, her family asks that we pay better attention to domestic violence because that's what this likely was. Um, I cannot say this for sure, but I feel like my grandmother did tell me you'd often hear arguing from that house. Um, so if you see something, say something, reach out to your friends, double check on them. And honestly, even if you feel like you might be invading their personal space, sometimes it might be not, not, might not be a bad thing to reach out, maybe not to them, but to other people and let them know, Hey, I've been hearing arguing from this house. You know, hopefully if nothing is happening, hopefully that just reminds people that you do care. Um, I can't really leave this on a happy note now, can I? But we'll see you next time. I can't recall if we're going to New Orleans or New York. That's definitely something I should know by now. But like, subscribe, share, rate, review, and stay terrified. Bye!